Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So we've got another data point that shows us we are exactly where we were, if not worse than the GFC. So let's get into this chart right away and check this out. I mean, it's just chart after chart after chart that we've been seeing where it's GFC here, now, here, or worse. So this is the the volatility in the two-year treasury. And actually, it's right here on the email. Josh sent it over. So basically, this is the degree to which the two-year treasury yield is going up and down and up and down. The market just can't decide what to do. And when you see a, a black swan event, when you see a, a financial crisis, you always see this type of volatility in assets. Well, maybe not all assets, maybe not in real estate, but you see this type of volatility in assets such as the two-year treasury. And again, it's exactly what we're seeing right now. Look at the volatility in the two-year treasury just during the Cervasa sickness. It's like nothing. And I know the Fed came in and provided liquidity, kind of backstuffed the market. But then it, you can look at the historic norm right around, let's say, 1, 1 1.5. And just recently, it's shot up to over 4. And you can see pretty much right where we were during the the depths of the GFC. And what's astonishing is it's at this level. The whole world isn't falling apart. You turn on CNBC and Jerome Powell and the central planners and the mainstream media, they're telling you how great things are. And then it's this Goldilocks economy, and there's nothing to worry about. Just keep going out and running up your credit card when all the data is coming in and just you know, you know, like a club to the side of the head saying, yeah, I don't care what type of Goldilocks scenario you guys are dreaming of in your fantasy world, but in the real world, it, it, it's about ready to hit the fan. And that, that's exactly what this chart is referencing. Now, let's remember why... The, aside from volatility, why the two-year treasury is so important, why you should be watching it like a hawk. If we go to a chart of the two-year and the 10-year, so this is the 10-year minus the two-year. So when this goes negative, that means that there's an inversion in the curve. And we talk about this a lot, but in my opinion, this is the most important thing. And it's the pretty much the easiest thing that you can watch to determine how close we are to that next financial crisis. And what it's telling us right now, just spoiler alert, is that we're getting very close. Now, I'm not saying it's going to happen tomorrow or next week, but it's getting to the point where, you know, three months, six months, that's probably my base case time horizon, if you will. So why do I say that? Okay, well, we look at the inversion of the curve and the curve normally uninverts or is no longer inverted when you actually have the stuff hit the fan. So the gray bar is a recession or the technical term, like I said, is the stuff hitting the fan. <laughs> but uh, this doesn't happen until that two-year treasury starts getting back down closer to the 10 and then crosses over to where there's no longer an inversion. And what happens prior, just prior to that, you get that volatility where one day it goes up and then down and then up and then down because this is the bulls and the bears trying to decide who is right, who is wrong. And usually, 
and I'm no technical analyst or anything, but from what I've read, whenever you see that strong volatility, that almost always represents a top or a bottom because whomever wins, then it goes parabolic in the other direction. And quite frankly, I think the bulls, meaning the bond bulls with the two year are going to win, meaning the yield is going to go down from here and the price is going to go up. Yield going down would take it closer to that 10 year treasury. Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Got a quick question for you. Are you someone that realizes we are headed straight for an economic recession, maybe even worse? Do you also realize that the government is trying to restrict your freedom, liberty, and privacy on a daily basis? We've all heard in the news lately about central bank digital currencies, and it's not a matter of if we get them, it's simply a matter of when. But although you know we're facing all of these problems, you don't know what to do about it. How do you protect your wealth or grow your wealth when we're dealing with a very volatile economic environment? Or how do you maintain or increase your freedom and privacy when we have this woke Orwellian government that's trying to micromanage your life? Well, fortunately, got some good news for you. I have set up an event that is focused on helping you, the rebel capitalist, find solutions to these problems. It's all set up to help you build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments. That event is Rebel Capitalist Live. It's going to be absolutely incredible. It's in Orlando, May 12th to the 14th. We're going to have speakers like Peter Schiff, Mike Maloney, Lynn Alden, Chris McIntosh, Brent Johnson, Jeff Snyder, Robert Barnes, just to name a few. So to get more information on how you can attend this incredible event, it's going to give you actionable intel that will help you prepare for the rest of 2023 and beyond. Go to rebelcapitalistlive.com, and I will see you in Orlando. So let's look at the vol that we've experienced in the tier. And keep in mind, this is an investment vehicle for, as Thomas Sowell says, for Orphans and widows, <laughs> meaning this is supposed to be the lowest risk. It's supposed to be the, the least volatile. Maybe it changes a couple basis points on any given day, but you don't see like wild swings in the yield or anything like that. Wrong. Look at what we have seen lately. We go from a yield of 5.06, and this is just before, just before Silicon Valley, and we go straight down to 3.84. That, that's a decrease in 120 basis points in a week. The two-year treasury is not supposed to do that. <laughs> when, it, when it's doing it, that means that there's a real problem in the U.S. economy or maybe even in the global economy. And the, obviously, this is Silicon Valley Bank. Everyone's trying to figure out what's happening. Then you got Signature. Then you got Credit Suisse. It goes back down. Then it goes back up. Is it inflation? Is it deflation? Is it inflation? So when this yield is going up, that's the market saying, oh, yeah, Jerome Powell's right. We're going to have inflation. And we're going to have a soft landing or, or whatever, right? Our problem is inflationary. And the Fed's going to continue to hike rates because the, the unemployment rate is at 3.5%. 
And then we get economic news saying, eh, wrong. And then the yield just plummets. And then people, the market kind of forgets about that. And then they put on the rose-colored glasses. And they say, oh, but look at the unemployment rate. And that yield goes back up, implying that the market is predicting more consumer price inflation. And then we have more news come out, such as First Republic. And then the market just crashes again, that yield, because it's kind of like that uh, that reality check. It's like that right hook from Tyson, where you've got that those rose-colored glasses on. Oh, my gosh, the economy. Well, maybe it is doing pretty good. And maybe I should just ignore these tinfoil hatters on YouTube. And then, boom, Silicon Valley. And then, boom, Signature. And then a couple weeks later, you put the rose-colored glasses back on. Then, boom, Credit Suisse. <laughs> and then the market goes up and up and up and up. And, oh, well, maybe there is going to be inflation. Maybe, maybe Jerome Powell's right. Maybe the, the economy is doing well. I mean, my gosh, my goodness, look at the job numbers. They're not that bad. And then, boom, you get another right hook from First Republic. And this is exactly what we're seeing with the two-year Treasury. It's like we're seeing the, the, uh, the story of what's happening right now being told through the price action of the two-year treasury. So main takeaway here, guys, is we are seeing historic volatility in the two-year. And I'm not going to say unprecedented because we have seen it before, but that was during the GFC, the height, the peak of the GFC. And now we're seeing this when unemployment is at 3.5%. So just think what would happen if unemployment goes up. Then you're, you're going to see some vol that's going to, I would say, probably get a lot higher than the GFC. Then you, you've got you know put your probability hat on and determine if the probability is that we skyrocket higher in yields or do we go lower. And if you're saying you, know, you believe that there's likely going to be a significant recession, it's going to cause the Fed to pause and pivot very, very fast, like the markets are telling us right now, if that's your base case, You've got to believe that the bulls, the two-year bulls, are going to win this battle. And you're going to go, I mean, I don't really like to make a lot of predictions here, but I would not be surprised if uh, we see this go from four straight down to like three in a matter of a, a couple days here. As soon as the, the bulls win this, then it's just boom, straight down in yield, straight up in price. And that's probably when we start to get some economic data where, or more of this First Republic stuff that uh, increases the probabilities, even with the mainstream media, that the Fed is going to pivot sooner than later. But watch that like a hawk, guys. Watch that. That's the easiest thing to do. Even if you're a noob to macroeconomics and a noob to my channel, and what I just said kind of goes over your head a little bit, only thing you have to do is watch the two-year Treasury yield and the 10-year Treasury yield. That's it. And when that two-year treasury yield gets down close to the 10-year and then crosses under it, that's when you need to have your economic ducks in a row. That's when you need to be prepared for the stuff hitting the fan. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. Make sure you get your tickets to Rebel Capitalist Live at rebelcapitalistlive.com. We are moving into some very tumultuous times. You've got to have an edge. There's no better way to get an edge on not just your financial situation, but your personal freedom and liberty than to go to Rebel Capitalist Live Network with fellow rebel capitalists and listen to this intel that you're going to get from our speakers, such as Mike Maloney, Simon Black, Peter Schiff, Lynn Alden, Jeff Snyder, Brent Johnson, just to name a few. See you in the next video, and I'll see you in Orlando, May 12th through the 14th.